what is going on everybody welcome to stogie from the road and the inaugural podcast by yours truly stogie the trucker oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh what a perfect night to start this podcast i have got a huge delay here i got about 29 trucks in front of me and i'm waiting to get loaded this is definitely one of those not going anywhere for a while moments such as life as a trucker i'm learning in spades right now that you got to roll with the punches you're gonna have curveballs thrown at you every day and you just gotta roll with it take it easy take it as it comes i had an old trucker tell me one day his best advice for me was yesterday won't be the same as today today won't be the same as tomorrow you got to take it one day at a time worst case scenario can't take it anymore man just set your brakes and go out to the back of the trailer and scream as loud as you can that's all you can do it's it's been an exciting ride I've wanted to be a truck driver my gosh damn near all my life ever since I was a little boy but you know life kind of bounces you around from one thing to the next you kind of make decisions and it bounces you in one direction for me it was having children had kids and everything kind of just went to the wayside for a little while and uh couldn't really do that until after the kids were gone well now the kids are gone and now I can pursue my lifelong dream of being a truck driver and I'm glad I did it was very very trying going through the academy and getting your CDL it's unlike anything I've ever experienced in my 43 years but it was worth it nothing like getting the keys to a big rig and heading on down the road so Starting out this episode with the Oliva Siri V. I got a lot of time to drive now, so I'm actually smoking bigger ring gauge cigars. I used to just smoke the Robustos and Lonsdales and never really went before above a 52 ring gauge cigar. I'm kind of enjoying it. Keep my eyes on the road and side down and the shiny side up just uh, enjoy a good cigar so yeah that's what I'm doing tonight having a cigar sitting here on the property of this massive massive steel facility waiting to load up two coils and take it to Indiana I'm in Muscle Shoals Alabama tonight but uh that's yeah, a perfect night to have a nice cigar. I got the windows open, a nice cool breeze flying through. It's not too cold out tonight. Got the Blues Brothers movie playing on my TV. It's a lot of thing. That's a thing people really don't know. You know, you see a lot of truckers out there, and you, if you really care about the way you live, these trucks are really nice. If you get with a company that's got nice, good equipment, man, you can have a nice truck. I've got the. I got a. 2019 Kenworth T680 mid-roof it's got the chrome stacks on it got a nice big sleeper berth in there got a coffee pot and uh, 
I don't know if you guys are picking up the trucks going by. I've got my doing this through my noise canceling headset. Hopefully the sound quality is pretty good. But yeah, I got a coffee pot, a TV, a DVD player. I got a HD TV antenna in here. Got a George Foreman grill. I always tell people it's like like camping, really nice camping in a in a like a small tour bus. So. But yeah, it's a nice little evening. A lot of responsibility that comes with this job, though. You, uh, I pull a 53-foot flatbed. Typically have anywhere from 40 to 45,000 pounds on that flatbed that I got to secure myself. It falls off. Guess whose fault it is? Stogie's. It'd be Stogie's fault. Stogie getting big, 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 big trouble. So he always got to go above and beyond to make sure this thing's secured as tight as possible. And then you head on down the road and dodge all the crazy drivers that cut in front of you. I tell you, if I gave any advice to people that drive regular vehicles up and down the road and we have to coexist with other truck drivers, you know, truck drivers and four-wheelers have to have to live in the same space and give us room. Even if we wanted to stop, we couldn't. If you, you slam on your brakes in front of us, we can't stop, guys. It takes up to two football fields to stop these rigs. You slam on the brakes, you're gonna you're gonna get hit. It's a damn certainty. So please just give us room. Give us room. I know we're slow and I know we when we take off from a, a stoplight or a stop sign, it, it takes us a little while to get going, but we're pulling a lot of weight, so and we all want to get home to our families. We're not trying to hurt anybody. We don't want to hurt anybody because it all falls down on our shoulders. We don't want to make you late, but we can't control this, you know. We can't go 70, 80 miles an hour down the highway like you guys do. Like my truck, for example, is governed at 65. I'm not going any faster than 65 even if I wanted to. Even if I'm going down a hill, the thing jake brake will kick on and slow me down so um so just keep that in mind one of the things i want to talk about in tonight's episode is this is going out to the truckers out there people that are the truck drivers out there there's a huge divide in our our industry there's a lot of truck drivers out there that they're just angry and i know why you're angry pay is not great anymore you know we're paid for our wheels to turn if our wheels aren't turning we're not earning and when we're at a receiver or shipper and we're strapping a load or unloading stuff or loading stuff and we're not getting paid for that not much you know you're getting tarp pay you're getting what 30 bucks 50 bucks all depends on what company you're working with so I understand why you're all upset and I understand why you want to get down the road as fast as you can and get as much money in your pocket as you possibly can but this hatred with the new, the new drivers and the old drivers or the old drivers against the new drivers you know we don't have any control on how we start out in this industry we don't have any control on how much training we get by and large a lot of our training comes from learning from screwing up or learning from other drivers that are kind enough to take a little bit of time to walk us along the way and you know I've met a lot of great truck drivers that have taken some real time to to help me out 
teach me the tricks of the trade, but I've also, over the CB, you hear a lot of truck drivers screaming and hollering, cussing you out, get out of my way, you're in the wrong lane, you, you're calling you every name under the sun, you know, some of those guys we just don't know, you know, but we're trucking for a reason, and a lot of us, we look up to you veteran truck drivers. I wish there was an apprenticeship program. I've actually proposed to the company I work for a mentorship program to where a million-mile driver takes on five apprentices and actually have it structuralized as a, a graduation type of thing to where you graduate from the apprenticeship program and there's incentives to get through it and get recognized for it and the achievement of moving from rookie status to a legitimate professional driver I wish this industry would recognize that and understand that you know it bring a better caliber of drivers out there because we all know if you're a driver even if you're a civilian out there we all know that there's an element of truck drivers out there that are just absolute deplorable human beings they're filthy they're nasty they're morally and fundamentally flawed in every single way they live like animals. Wherever they park, they leave their messes everywhere. Visually, they don't care about the way they look. And I wish it would change. You know, you tell me, veteran drivers out there, was was there an element of quote-unquote slob truck drivers when you were coming up? You know, I do the best I can. I always make sure I got clean clothes on and I'm dressed well and i polite to the receivers or the shippers and try to be a good ambassador for the company I work for and it's pretty disheartening when I see my colleagues out there that just don't care and then you know these people that don't care they're always like you know why don't you worry about yourself and not worry about us well we worry we are worrying about ourselves the reason why we're so frustrated and we're worried is because we have these moments when we talk to other people out there that you know when you tell them you're a truck driver they go oh just a truck driver oh geez you know and that's that's why we get upset because we want to we want to hear wow you're a truck driver what a cool job man I wished I could have been able to do that you know I know a lot of you guys don't have a whole lot of money and you can't be dressed to the nines when you're out there but you know a lot of you guys you, you treat your trucks like crap and you don't stay clean, but look at moments like this. I've got hours upon hours to where I'm going to be sitting here, and I have no idea. You know, take a moment to run a broom through your truck and wipe down some your inside of your truck. Take some time to throw on a clean pair of pants. You know, it's, if I leave for a week, I take five, six, seven pairs of jeans with me. I've got jeans I work in. I got jeans I drive in. I got jeans I work in, and I got jeans I meet with the shipper or receiver in. I never walk up to a guard shack or a receiver in dirty clothes. I might be dirty when I leave, but I'm not dirty when they meet me. It doesn't take much, guys. It really, really doesn't. I got the same amount of time as you. My truck is spotless. I've got the same amount of time as you, and, and I'm clean. It's just you've lost your way. You've lost your way to where you don't think that society cares. But if you listen to another podcast, Talk CDL, Troy says it perfectly. He says, if you would start looking 
at life through the eyes of the people that see you, you would see how much a difference it would make if you just took some pride in your work and took some care. You can justify it all day long with your excuses that it's okay to wear the pajama pants and the flip-flops and the shower shoes or barefoot or cut-off shirts. You say, I'm going to drive, I'm going to be comfortable. But, you know, would you walk into an office setting like that? And you say, you know, you treat your companies that you work for like crap and you fight the system as far as all these things. And, yeah, you've got options as a driver, but it's going to be the same no matter where you go. So if you decide not to be a driver anymore, what job will you be able to find to where you can wear your pajamas and flip-flops to work and be, you know, smell and not take a shower? There's no other job in this, in our economy, that really you can get away with that type of behavior. But you know that that CDL that you hold is vital and these companies need drivers and you take advantage of it. Let's just call it what it is. You take advantage of the situation that you're needed as a driver and you use all these excuses. You know, at the end of the day, they're just excuses and you're not going to be able to convince me any other way and I don't give a damn what you think. You're not going to be able to convince me that it is okay to live like you, the way you live. You know, a lot of you veteran drivers, you get mad because the new guys don't keep their CBs on, all right? I agree. You got to have a CB. You got to be able to hear what's going on ahead of you. It could save your life. But what job would you work in to where your colleagues are calling you an MFer and a piece of this and a steering wheel holder and a no good, lousy, you know, piece of crap? Would you work at that job? If you had the opportunity to turn somebody off from verbally abusing you, you'd turn it off. All these new drivers and even veteran drivers are starting to either take their CB out or turn their CB off because they can't take the abuse anymore. And what do you, you guys always come back with the same thing? If you don't like it, get out of trucking. I'm sorry, did I hurt your little sensitive feelings? You know, out of the same mouth, you complain about the caliber of people and you complain about all these things. Well, there's a saying, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And you are part of the problem. Albeit, we respect you as veteran drivers that you have a lot of knowledge on how to do your job. You're also causing destruction in an industry that you say that you love. You say that you love this industry. You say that this industry is important. You say that this industry is vital. Then why aren't you doing anything to preserve it? You just think everybody should be fired and just the job should just be yours, right? I sat in a meeting the other day and a guy had this, he had a solution for all the problems and that was fire all the crappy drivers. Well, why don't you get in there and help these guys not be crappy drivers? Why don't you say something? Why don't you do something? Why don't you be a part of the solution? That's what needs to happen. Not enough young drivers are asking for help because they know what they're going to get in return get abuse, they're going to get made fun of, they're going to get berated, and you say, yeah, okay, well, it was probably done to you, right, so that means it makes it all right, that's, well, if it was done to you, and this is what it's made you, 
something that doesn't make it right because it's made you a bad person as far as being uh, uh, I guess a model for this industry because nobody wants to be you nobody wants you to nobody wants to be the angry truck driver that's constantly screaming and hollering at people there's a saying show me your friends I'll show you your future well if you hang around with enough bad people you become a bad person well if you're a bad person and you're constantly interacting with the new drivers what are you creating you're creating bad batch of drivers by your abuse and your negativity you should be a good ambassador for this industry and help out but you know what do I know I guess I'm a rookie driver too at the end of the day we all should be doing our part to help this industry grow we should all be doing our part to help each other grow you know, back in the days of Jimmy Hoffa, everybody band together and they organized and they fought for their rights as, as truck drivers. And whether that era and what they did and what Hoffa did was right or wrong, there was one commonality out of that whole entire thing, and that was people banded together and it was a brotherhood of drivers. Where is the brotherhood in this industry now? There's no brotherhood. There's a handful of guys that get up and pick up garbage at the truck stops. There's a handful of guys that will hop out of their truck and go help some guy turn it around or back it in. But by and large, it's a lot of screaming, angry truck drivers thinking they're not getting paid for enough for the work that they do. Sorry, taking a draw off my cigar here. You know, the health of the American truck driver. Look at us. My meal plan weekly to make sure I eat healthy out on the road. Some of you guys, I see you belly up to the table at the truck stops and you eat enough to feed a family of four. And I know why you're doing it. I lost 106 pounds. You're depressed. You're self-medicating demonstrating an addiction, a food addiction, because you're trying to deal with your depression, or you're dealing with your anxiety, or you're dealing with your stress, and not happy with the way life is treating you right now. Where is your self-respect? Pick yourself up by your bootstraps, start eating healthy, start taking care of yourself when you're out on the road doesn't take much again we all have the same amount of time I cook for myself in this truck day after day after day and I actually save money you guys are spending hundreds of dollars a week on stuff that's killing you we got truck drivers dying of heart attacks in their sleeper berth and sitting for a day before anybody even knows they're gone what a lonely abysmal way to go man Nobody, I don't care what you say, nobody wants to die like that, alone in a truck. Get out, move around, walk around. I get out of this truck every chance I get. It's all possible. Anyway, this is my first episode. I just decided to yammer on here a little bit. 
my next episode is going to actually be laid out and be a little bit better but I'll give this a test drive get it out there start plugging away and start doing these consistently alongside my videos so I'm here for you guys in any way you need me just give me a shout you can hit me up on Facebook if you got any ideas for future podcasts let me know shoot me a message and if you ever want to be on the podcast let me know we can do this all right guys have a good evening take care of yourself be blessed be good to each other and i'll see y'all on the back hall bye